Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. You're listening to Dave the IT Guy, coming to you from an undisclosed location. Do not be afraid. Dave is here to help with all of your security and hacking questions and news. We own them now, and we are in control. Sit back, turn it up, and let's get started in three, two, one. All right, you're right. I am Dave. He's Jason. According to the show, it's Dave the IT guy, but that's getting ready to come to an end, y'all. I think we talked about this last week, and I want to say thank you to everybody that's supported me for this last year, but this is probably going to be the last time that you're hearing us as Dave the IT guy, and uh, we're going through some some changes, and uh, I've brought Jason on board with us, and we're going to change our show name, we're going to change how we do things, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to some exciting stuff. So uh, before we jump right. into it, let me say thank you one more time to our sponsors, 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Our trucks are on your street right now. And headed your way. Goodbye, junk. Hello, relief. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Woohoo! 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Hey, guys, thank you for supporting me all throughout 2017. You've been awesome. Uh, we've got one more show with you as our sponsor, so we hope that we bring you back in 2018. Um, but without further ado, uh, tonight's show, we're going to be talking about encryption. Now, how do we keep your messages safe, whether it's a text message or an email? And far be Ma- oh, it is. Did you hear that? <laughs> it's magic. Magic. Jason says magic. And without further ado, Jason's going to jump in here and we're going to start talking about what are we doing? What does Jason do? What do I do? What do our clients do? How do we keep our messages safe? So, Jason, if I grabbed your phone right now, what are you doing to keep your text messages safe? Or are well, you? Or are you? Honestly, I don't. I don't do a lot as far as that goes. I'm a pretty transparent guy. Um, I don't tend to use a lot of cloak and dagger, dagger uh, tactics there, but, uh, I, I, when I have to use encryption, um, I have, I have my ways of using it. You know, I, I will admit to a lot of the same on my cell phone. I wasn't really doing a lot, um, up until about June of this year. And then it became apparent that I was going to go out to the black hat and DEF CON event as a media person and I thought, man, these guys might be, and girls, might think, hey, look at this guy. He's just some dumb media dude, right? He, he doesn't know anything. We're going to go after him. And I, I was definitely worried that I would be viewed as a target and not a, uh, not a cohort, you know. So I, I jumped into some encryption and uh, I encrypted my phone. I encrypted my text messaging. My VPN never got turned off. Uh but in the end, I think I probably was too worried about nothing. Uh, but I spoke to a guy who uh, I spoke to a guy I first went his first year in uh, DefCon. Uh, he went in there with his phone turned on and everything. So you know he he ended up on the wall of sheep. Uh, the main lesson you're going to learn in rule number one: don't bring electronics into DefCon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, no doubt about that. I mean, the, of the stuff you saw, most people were bringing in pretty much cleaned off, you know, boxes that had some uh, like virtual boxes, some other virtualization. And, you know, they're running a Linux box with virtualization and running something inside that virtualized box. So, yeah, they were definitely, oh, yeah. definitely doing what they could to, to stay as lean and thin as they could. But um, I ended up jumping into um, a little bit of 
text messaging, and I went on on my phone. I went to Signal, uh, and I'd say it's pretty well standard um, or well known as a standard uh, text messaging. I don't, to my knowledge, it has not been compromised by you know the big wigs, the NSA's, the FBI's, the CIA's, the Russians. To my knowledge, have you? Do you know? It's a matter of time. Well, that's yeah, that's the thing, man. Yeah. You either you either haven't or you have, and you will be. It's one of those. Right. And, you know, uh, the same. I'm like you. I don't really get left to center too much, you know, as far as, like, what I'm sending. But on occasion, I've had to, like, text my wife, and I'll say something like, um, I need your something. I need your Social Security number. I did do that once. And, oh, yeah. And she's like, well, just call me. And I'm like, well, I was in a position where I couldn't verbally say things because I didn't want her on the other side to verbally say her her social security number out loud, she was in the middle of a restaurant, right? So it's like, how yeah. do we do this discreetly and and signals the way we ended up? So kind of crazy. It's it's not a wrong way to go. I mean, it's it's a safeguard. It's it's just like any safeguard. That's what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And and we ended up so on my phone. You know, we use a VPN service, so. We had our VPNs turned on, both of us, right? And we're both using our Verizon cell service, not on Wi-Fi. And then we had signal turned on, and we we have our signal set up to where the messages expire after five minutes, auto expire. Mm-hmm. So okay, so maybe we went, maybe we're like overboard crazy, like hey, what's for dinner tonight with our signal messaging? But you know, after a while, it's hard to not use it. Hmm. I see. I don't know. I I just get I get I get paranoid, and just because. Well, I'm then paranoid, again, you, it, well, well, then again, I guess you gotta think about all the uh, all the all the companies that have been exposed. You know, uh, how much of that do you believe is your information uh, is included in that? So you had ones for healthcare. You had Target. You have Walmart. You have all these different companies that got popped. <laughs> One time or another, it's only a matter of time before your identity's already out there. And I, I, I'm of the belief that everybody's identity is out there already. Now, I'm not saying, I, by, by saying that, I'm not saying you know you play it loose. I mean, it's always good to, uh, it, you know, it's always good to take a second guess at it. Um, but yeah, it, it, identity is <laughs> a lot of people's identities are out there. Yeah. Well, even my own, I mean, I've got compromised because, um, a company that I did business with, they got compromised and mm-hmm. all of my data ended out there. And I'm like, and then I got kind of like laughed at amongst a small circle of friends. They're like, you're supposed to be the security guy and you talk a little smack and you're supposed to be all great. So how the hell did you get compromised? I'm like, well, I didn't. My information was compromised because the company I chose to do business with isn't as good as I am, and they got whacked. So kind of a, you know, even no matter how good you are, you're always at the expense of or at the at the mercy of the weakest link in your chain, and the people you do business with are most often the weakest link. Well, I, I don't think it's businesses itself, and, I mean, that goes back to – uh, the different types of attacks, and when we were talking about phishing attacks, it's a human element. We're back at that again. So, and uh, if you look at a lot of these, a lot of how these companies got popped, and it was through phishing. Spear phishing is is pretty popular, man, and it's it's pretty effective um, for these folks, and it, it just goes to show you. Yeah, I mean, it, you're right. There, there's nothing. <laughs> Education is the best weapon against all of this stuff. And, you know, we can buy $30,000 firewalls and all these other SIM software and all these other tools and things and and uh, hire the best, you know, $200,000 a year people. And all it takes is that one person that just missed, you know, slept through the class that one day <laughs> or, yep, yep. or whatever. They, you know, they didn't show up that day. And, and there they are. They're the, they are the weakest link. So yeah. I do want to bring up one service now. Uh, so Jason and I were talking a little bit uh, offline about um, what type of um, 
uh, encrypted messaging apps that we want to talk about tonight. And and there's yeah. a lot of them out there. And yeah, I don't know, depending on who you are and where you live and what part of the world you live in, you you might have access to some and you might have only have access to others. Um, but how do you know which ones to use? And if you went out and did a search because you don't know and you find these websites that say the top three of this or the best five of 2017 or, or this, that, and the other, how do you know that the reviewer knew what he or she was talking about when they did the review, right? And one of the things that I, I sent to Jason um, as research for this topic tonight was a list of the top three, and one of those was Telegram. So yeah. I don't know how many people use Telegram, but Jason – Tell everybody else what you were telling me about why Telegram isn't really probably the better option. Well, it's not that. I don't think there's I, – I, I think there's a few things that need to be taken into consideration when it comes to Telegram. And uh, one of the things you got to keep in mind is that, one, uh, you're dealing with end-to-end encryption uh, when it comes to that. So there's going to be a little bit of taxation that you're going to get from that app, so it may impede the performance of uh, your particular platform, whatever it is, Android, uh, iOS, or what have you. Um, the other thing you got to keep in mind is, and, and this has been, this is historically accurate. So you're going to see uh, companies that are going to try and roll their own encryption. They're going to use their own algorithms. They're going to do that. And from what I've seen historically, I've seen that fail more than it succeeded versus using actual standards that are out here already, like, you know, AES, Bluefish. You're using all these different types of uh, encryption that have already been proven, that have already been run through paces. Um, and and uh, I don't know, man. That would That would be my first point I would look at is, okay, you know, what type of algorithm are you using? Um, is it end-to-end? Do you have a key server somewhere in the cloud? Uh, you know, there's there's a number of variants here that uh, you know really needs to be looked at instead of just oh, I'm going to download this and use it and kind of go about it blindly. You know, I was uh, so during my research of you know I, I guess a year ago when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do about encrypted messaging for myself. You know, did I want to buy something or did I want to try to use free and did I want to get an open source or was I going to trust somebody else's um, build and what they did? You know, one of the things that I don't do well in the IT or security field is I don't write um, encryption code. I don't write a lot of code. I, I do as very little coding as I need to to accomplish whatever task, but I would never sit down and say, okay, today I'm writing this piece of software for whatever reason. That's just not where I live in this field. But going out and doing this research is exactly what you said. I found like, well, these guys are doing this. And how do I know that that even works? You know, how do I know that, that, that they didn't leave themselves a big hole in the, in the middle of all of this because they forgot a step or they're not using good uh, software development um, processes and, Man, so so how do you trust somebody, Jason? How, how, how do well, you know? Well, how, how do you know who to trust? Well, here's the thing, and it, you know, in the same breath, I'm going to say with Telegram, I don't know what type of you know software development practices they have. They could very well have something that's totally on point, but it's just you just got to remember that uh, there are some pretty standard ways to do things, and I I, I just know. Uh, from my own experience and from 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 watching uh, you know other 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 types of apps and things like that that tried to use their own encryption sometimes didn't succeed. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, you know, I that's fair. I, I don't. I don't, and I, I don't mean to beat. I'm not trying to beat up on Telegram Messenger. Like I said, it may be it may be very fine at this point. So there may not be anything completely wrong with this but so in the context of well so uh, along of what you're going with there let's in the context of today 2017 and with you know let's just say the last six months so july to december of 2017 and the way that political upheaval in various parts of the world including the u.s have have kind of come and gone 
if if you find a developer of encryption whatever and they're in the US or they're in Russia or they're in China or Japan or South America, right? Or, or even South Africa. So a wide variety of countries. And let's throw one of the middies, so Saudi Arabia. Does the origin of that software maker, should, should that matter to you? I mean, should you care that you're downloading encryption software made in Russia or Saudi Arabia and you're an American? Should you care? Well, here's here's where that comes in, and it's always going to be the answer. It depends. What are you using it for? Who's using it? Is it the federal government? Is it the military? Is it uh, are you using it on your own personal machine? Uh, you know, it depends. You're right. You know, that's <laughs> the two. Well, the two phrases in IT that I hate the most is "should have." <laughs> that should have worked. And it depends. Uh, it depends on what else you do. Mm-hmm. It'll work, right? So you're right. Um, those those two words are scary. And it is. Uh, yeah, I, I I'm with you. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, but it's up to you to determine. It's 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 kind of a it's kind of a fate thing for yourself. Uh, you really have to. Work. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Work it out, man. It's a risk based decision that you're going to have to make, you know? It'd be funny as I wonder, not funny, haha, but funny in an odd sort of way. <laughs> but I wonder what, if I were sitting in a business, because I haven't, I have not had to do this from a text messaging perspective, but I wonder what I would have to, what, what process I would use to do a risk assessment on choosing a, an encrypted app provider, uh, an encrypted messaging app provider. And, how would I go about qualifying and quantifying? My okay, there's deci- a couple ways. Well, there's a couple that? ways, and you have you got to remember you have frameworks for this. But not on top of that, you, you you have all the best you know suggestions there. So if you're in the government, you have NIST, and NIST is going to provide you a lot of these IRs and the you know, special publications and such that are going to give you a good idea of uh, what the best practices are going to be for that. And it's the same thing in healthcare. It's the same. It's it's the same in you know uh, financial. There's 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 uh, there's all kinds of different frameworks for different uh, uh, different types of businesses. So there are there are resources for that. Question is, are we going to pick the right resource to determine the right? You know, what if I what if I choose? Um, not in this, but one of the other uh, frameworks and or, or cri- set of criteria, and then uh, you know I, I don't know I'm, I'm getting in the weeds here. I was going to say, what if I choose the wrong one and then misapply the standards, and I end up with you know getting my my text messaging cracked you know six months later? But the reality is, is even if you do everything right, that 
possibilities still exist. So, well, you also yeah. have, like I said, when it comes down to that type of framework, it's best practices. So as long as you're following best practices, this is where you're going to have better luck with these types of things. You're right. So for for those listening and um, and for uh, a couple weeks ago when I when I teased this topic, I will say this is that uh, of the things uh, of the not things of the applications from a text messaging encrypted uh, perspective, what I have found from first going out and researching the different uh, apps that were available and then going out to Reddit and other uh, public forums and just asking general questions about people. I will say that the top two that I was told were, um, you know, the top two, not that I was told, but the top two that I saw people responding with were, were Signal, the Signal Private Messenger, which is free, and then uh, Wicker, W-I-C-K-R, and they have a, a paid app um, version that's, I don't remember, it's like a per month per user deal, um, but the Wicker, uh, I think Wicker Me is the freebie for personal, um, and, and a lot of people commented that those two were their favorites, and then you got, you know, a lot of onesie twosie stuff here and there, I did see Telegram commented at one point, I think, um, but not much, honestly, um, and that's odd because of you talking about, you know, possibly because of where they're based, they might have some some issues and things like that. So interesting. Well, let's switch. Yeah. Uh, let, so let's switch our focus then. If if the first part of messaging is our text messaging, you know, we'll get into let's let's talk a little bit about encrypting the more wellness of stuff that businesses really jump into and that's email i mean email now lives in almost every vertical of every industry that has technology in it healthcare business um insurance i mean um just you name it uh, some form of regulations there some form of the need to uh, keep your email private so yep i'm going to start you by uh, you know i don't know where this is going to land us but so so let's start at a very 20,000-foot level and say, okay, are you going to use a third-party um, encryption service, that software-as-a-service type, um, type of deal for your company? Or are you going to bring in your whole uh, certificate server uh, and use public key infrastructure and, and manage it yourself? Are you going to run some PGP or, or a new PGP? Or where, where are you, Jason, going to start – your process for your new company well it's like i said before and i know you don't want to hear this but it also depends so it's going to depend on your budget it's going to depend on um uh what kind of manpower you have uh do you have people that are going to be able to manage uh these boxes um you can use encryption as a service, which is uh, EAAS, is, uh, encryption as a service. Um, and there are a number of vendors out there um, that you can use for encryption as a service. Um, and they can actually host stuff for you in AWS or Azure or uh, wherever you might, wherever they might uh, host that type of encryption. Um and uh, let me see if I can get some examples of this. Um, well, I give there one out quickly because uh, I so I've got one third party service that I have a lot of experience with, uh, both implementing and using for the last several years, and um, it's called Cipher Post Pro C I P A G R Post Pro, and they are a sub service of um, App River, who's a spam hosting company and other. Spam filtering company, I should say, um, but they offer their thing called App River uh, Cipher Post Pro, and it's you get the whole plugins for your Outlook and your other uh, clients that you use, and it's got web-based uh, capability, um, a lot of bells and whistles as far as things that you can do and message recall and uh, double-layer encryption and blah blah blah. But um, yeah, yeah. So so. Well, I, again, knowing that it does depend, and it really does, um, is there, from a technology perspective, um, 
is or a control. So you're maybe you're in a HIPAA or you have socks or some other legal hold requirements uh, that might be applied against you. Is there any real technology reason why you're thinking, you know what, I'm going to do something in-house because I need that much control or is the cloud-based services these days capable of, of mimicking so much that scenario that you still have that much control no matter which way you go? Does it really matter? All right. If, you, if, if you're going to do it in-house, here's a few considerations you need to make. One, uh, if you're going to manage that box, one, you got to buy it. Um, two, you got to work out your OS. You have to harden the system. You're going to have to figure out um, – uh, mainly your routing, how you're using it, how it's accessed, where it can be accessed from. Um, these are all going to be factors that are going to have to go into that as well. Um, so, yeah, uh, like I said, it all depends. Are you going to do it in-house? Are you going to do it not in-house? Um, if you were just going to do it like encryption as a service, like if you were going to use like Proton Mail or Virtue or you know Counter Mail or you know there's a multitude of number of encryption as a service um, and a lot of them are um, certified through different um, uh, like different agencies like FedRAMP if you're uh, if you're part of the federal government and um, I'm trying to recall what what it is for if you're if it's HIPAA compliant or uh, uh, Sarbanes-Oxley or one of those. So so even while you're thinking of those, what about something like you know I think a year or eighteen months ago I don't remember maybe it's been a little bit longer my memory's hazy on that topic but so the you know, the freebie services like Gmail you know if you log into your your Gmail account now you've got a send secure button there that magically appeared a few months ago you know. Can you be – how sure can you be? And I know you can go out and read their terms of service. And I know you can mm-hmm. – you can, I'd read their white papers. <laughs> right. I mean, but you can read what, what they tell you. But what mm-hmm. do you hear, if anything, about that service? Is it so little used that there's really no general consensus yet? Or, you know, for the freebie services like a Gmail, do you – have you read like, hey, yeah, we use this all the time. We've had no penetration that we know of, et cetera, or – is it just not commented on enough yet, you know, to know that you can trust the freebie services like a Gmail? Well, again, that's that's, uh, I guess, <laughs> and I keep saying it depends. Damn it, quit saying. I keep it leading depends. down that path. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna buy you a box of the pins and send it to you. That's uh, for sure. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> I'll, I'll use I'll use them all. <laughs> so. Uh, I haven't used a lot of these, uh, especially a lot of the free ones. I haven't really used and I haven't really had a, uh, a context in which to use them in, in a lot of cases, like, uh, um, you know, I worked at a job for 10 years where I didn't really pass along much of that information. It was either faxed or, you know, given to in person or that type of thing. Um, well, that's a nice curveball. So at some is. point in this conversation, I'll throw that at you. We, we're talking about messaging, but we haven't even broached the topic of faxes. You know, how are we securing these things these days with all the electronic faxing? So since that's a new topic that I didn't prep you on earlier, let's I'll give you a few minutes to think about that. But, but you know, going back to the, the mail, you know, if so – Let's change a little bit the focus and say this, or let me ask this. If if I were company A and I said, I need to get this little bit of information to somebody else in a different company, and that little bit could just be a simply a username and password, you know, and I have a, a decision or a choice that I could say, okay, I'm going to use my free Google Gmail send secure button. Or um, I've got my, um, we'll give them some free shout out, my, my Cypher Post Pro as a service uh, option. I've got my um, Wicker Me uh, app on my phone. Um, out, outside of sheer convenience, 
what would you choose if you, if if I handed you those three options and said, I need you to get this username and password in, in so-and-so's hands, and we know the person on the other end has the ability to receive your message, no matter which format you choose, which one are you choosing to use? Are you texting it? Are you logging into a software as a service? Or are you going to log into something more local to your machine and send that same information? Well, what I'm going to do is, uh, you know, I'm going to see what the options are. I'm going to do the research at least, or at least just find out a little bit of the details. How does it work? Can I ask questions? Is there somebody I can reach out to at this company? Uh, can they provide a little bit more detail? That's that's kind of my methodology for doing that. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna use something, I'm not. But that's just me. And that's just part of uh, my security hat that's going to come on as soon as you know I'm provided this situation. That's what I'm going to do. You know, and and I, I, not that I was trying to set you up. And for those listening, oh, that's good. You know, the the questions that I'm asking, I know uh, you, you might be like Dave. You're supposed to be an IT security guy, <laughs> and you're asking some of the dumbest crap you could be asking. Well, there's a point to that because I want to mimic, a, you know, not that managers are stupid, but a lot of times we find people in leadership positions did not come from the IT world. They came from something else, and now they're thrust into leading IT initiatives. And so I like asking questions with, with that type of person in, in mind so that some of these podcasts over the last year, you know, hopefully help people who aren't IT people think like IT people. And so I've been peppering Jason with these types of questions to see like, okay, you're sitting in a boardroom, Jason, and I'm going to ask you the, the not dumbest stuff, but I'm going to ask you some yeah. random crazy questions that hopefully mimic a user or a set of users. And um, yeah, so for those listening, please, I'm a little bit smarter than that, and <laughs> I kind of know, I think I know, not always, but I think I know where Jason is going to go with his answers. Um, they size me up. That's right. But I wanted to see how many times he would say it depends anyway. No, I'm kidding. That's not true. <laughs> but, but, but you know, it's funny because it is. It depends and should have are the best uh, two, two-word answers that there are in the IT field. So, um, so, so let's take a minute and let's talk about recovery. You know, we're, we're 30 minutes into this podcast. We've talked about some messaging apps and it wasn't my intent to sell somebody a messaging app. We don't make any money off of what they use. Um, it wasn't my intention to sell somebody a, an email encryption option. Again, we don't make any money off of that, but it's to get you to think like, how am I going to choose my option? Um, and and things like that. So so let's think for a minute that I have whatever option I I chose, um, and I find that some piece of really secret or important data. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It uh, did get compromised. What am I going to do to recover from that compromise? What can I do? And if you're following a framework set of guidelines or some other federal regulation or maybe just an industry-specific guideline but not a law, you know, where do you think we land in general with trying to recover or or can we? I mean, are we just stuck with, well, that one got away from us and notify the people that their information got compromised and let's move on? Do we think about changing our platform? Well, what do you think? What's the recovery posture look like? Well, the recovery posture is going to depend on the policy. What Did kind of policy are we dealing with? Did you say it yes. depends? Uh, just and, I, and I'm going to continue <laughs> to do it. But um, So it, it depends on their policy because you got to remember the organization defines their policies. So what do they do? What's the act? What is step one? What's step two? How do they go about this? Now, you know, I'm not going to answer a question with a question, but I will tell you that <laughs> it depends. It depends. That's right. Well, and, and and again, my point of asking it that way was was exactly that. So for those of you listening, and you've got all these new initiatives at your company and, and a place that I work at, we have a boatload of new initiatives in the last six months and in the next eighteen. I mean, our entire infrastructure is changing drastically, and a hundred percent, everything is changing from how we do it, to where we do it, to what equipment we're doing it with, everything. And we, we've had to think in these veins of and, – and, and even – so this next question, Jason. So, so we've decided that we're going to do all of this, and we're going to take an, an AppRiver Cypher Post Pro software as a service, and I'm going to put an exchange server on-premise because I don't want to go to the cloud. And mm-hmm. I'm going to – have most of my server infrastructure in-house but i've got a couple things that are you know vendor related things that are cloud-based and so now i'm going to bring them in but when we talk about secure messaging we're also talking about internal data getting from one part of our infrastructure to another part of our infrastructure and then we're talking about what message or not message but um what link encryption maybe with between the the different links that are how we're connecting from one piece of infrastructure to another i mean where do how do we even can start considering that the the mess the in, the data in transit or the data at rest where does that come into all of this big picture when we're talking about keeping our data encrypted and safe. Don't you say it, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, has to be, it has to be defined, though, um, at whatever organization you're going to deal with here. Um, yeah, I, I know that's a tough, that's a tough question I'm, in 30 seconds. It, it, is, it is, and it that's, is. that's I, a big question. I'm having half a train wreck here, but... Um, <laughs> Well, and, and and again, it's not to set Jason up uh, with these. It's it's really to get to get us all, including me, uh, because I'm in the midst of this as an IT professional. Like, what didn't I think of yet? You know, what kind of I I I, I suggest all these great new um, uh, vendors or these new methods of doing things, and and let's go to hyperconverged infrastructure and let's go to 40 gigabit switching and let's get some dark fiber across the road and let's this that and the other right all this great stuff but some of the questions that i i realized thankfully early on by trying to map our goals to different um framework um layers I found that there were many questions I forgot to ask or didn't consider even asking until until the framework reading up you know rereading framework guidelines made me think of things and so I guess really what I'm trying to get at is don't forget that you have tools 
to help you remember what you didn't realize you forgot. So instead of sitting there thinking, I've got this from A to Z, even if you plan your, your plan A to Z, now go and try to compare that to to NIST or something else, COVID, anything, whatever framework is applicable to whatever you're doing, and see, do you match up with with that? I mean, last few projects you've had to do, Jason, where have you had to map something directly to a framework, or how how have you realized that you forgot something short of, oops, something just failed because I forgot, you know, has there been anything that's helped you catch a failure before it actually failed? Um, yes and no. Uh, there, one thing you can do, <laughs> and it always comes down to best practices. So you're always going to have some sort of document. You're always going to have something, a resource, where you can reach out to to get best practices. Um, and uh, one of those happens to be uh, NIST for the type of work I do. Um, so they have a multitude of, you know, they have a multitude of uh, just, 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 just so much information um, when it comes to uh, implementing things. Yep, you know, like so I said, much. I, yeah, yeah, we had to do, like I said, I completely almost, um, you know, missed an entire subsection of really important stuff. And um, the reason I'm, I'm kind of being shy or being on the bush about not being too detailed specific is because um, this particular application that, that we put into place is still in beta, right? And I don't want to... Mm-hmm. Uh, we we agreed to become a beta site, and I don't want to publicly name it because I don't want attackers coming after us knowing that we implemented that. Um, now, by saying that, I might be inviting attackers, but what I'll tell you people, and whether you believe me or not, I don't care, is that we get that sucker completely air-gapped. Um, so if you come at us trying to find the beta stuff, you're, you're not going to get to it from the outside. Um, not that I want you coming at us anyway, but... Uh, you heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That's right. Don't don't you dare. But if you do, oh. um, you're not going to find anything fun anyway. I'll get you some depends for uh, sticking That's your right. chest out like that. It, we got you. It, I know, man. Well, I will say this, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I will do that right now. So just because I'm on the topic, I have in the past. So I have Dave the IT guy dtig.net, which is the website that I started with four years ago, just kind of blogging topics and just stuff that came up or sometimes I didn't really write any groundbreaking information at all, but I I read somebody else's stuff and it was so good that the best I could do is kind of make a paragraph of some paraphrase suggestions and then put the link up there for somebody else to go read, you know, because far be it for me to to claim the credit for the work and I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. If some great information is out there, I'm going to just hold it up and say, here, go read this. So anyway, um, there was a time though that I basically put up a bug bounty challenge. I'm like, if you can take my site down, you know, I will, you know, it was this, that, and the other. And back then I had probably 15 Bitcoin because it was only, you know, 70 bucks a, a or Bitcoin, not what it is now. So, you know, I would offer half a Bitcoin for this or a full Bitcoin for that and or two or three, whatever. Um, and it was great. Um, I never got fully compromised. And again, knock mm-hmm. on wood. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll invite people to do this. If you can um, uh, document a, a compromise on Dave the IT Guy uh, on our website and and privately document it, not publicly disclose it, um, you will get a surprise that, that <laughs> you'll just have to trust me that it'll be a good surprise and I will contact you afterwards. But uh, message me and let me know what that compromise was and how you did it. And um, at your home or place of business or post office box, you will receive something that you would not be expecting. So um, trust me. <laughs> that- Trust me, like that's right. And I say it's very cryptic, right? Because I, I, I want, I want yeah. to see what people can come up with. But um, all of that's kind of a, a horse head or something. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, say what you want. No. Um, 
but in, in this realm of of, of encryption and, and messaging, everything, everything these days has to be encrypted almost. I mean, we talk about messaging. We briefly talked about faxes, right? So faxes, text messages, emails, um, shared USB drives. Um, crap, what else is there? I mean, hopefully people aren't really trying to do the old CD or DVD uh, with encrypted files on it anymore, but I guess it's still... Possible sneaker net in that sneaker net. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so let's talk about that. Is anybody using like dark web sneaker? Or is anybody using one of the anonymous types of um and and internets, you know, whatever dark web type of for transport? So is anybody out there using you know the dark web to? upload files to somewhere for somebody else to go get them. Are, are, is anybody using that as a method to keep their stuff secret? Is that, mm. Have you heard that at all? I haven't, but... I haven't either. I'm just I'm trying to think of all the ways that people might be trying to get... Steganography. So how much is that being used to keep... You know, what if I text you my a photo of my dog and in, in the photo of the dog is the Excel file of every password and username in my company. You know, I didn't encrypt the picture. I just hid it. You know, I hid data inside that picture. So is anybody out there still using steganography as a way to hide the data? Or is anybody encrypting a photo, right? So you're using two or three methods. You know, what's the NSA whistleblowers doing? to uh, get the data from outside the NSA's uh, environment into the hands of a WikiLeaks or somebody else. Mm -hmm. So what do you think, Jason? I mean, what kind of crazy methods are people using, do you think, to get to, to keep their data secure and not, not because they're stealing it, but because they're trying to keep somebody else from stealing it. I mean, have you heard of any anecdotal comments or read about people doing some, some crazy things to, to keep their data private. What have you heard? I haven't, I haven't read anything lately. Um, that would allude to any of that. I, you I can't, know, I, I can't think of anything at least. Yeah. At this point. I, you know, and I was hoping that you would say, yeah, I read this cause I'm in the same boat, you know, <laughs> it, it, well, it used to be when I would read uh different, um, boards, you know, back in my early days when it was just dial-up, you know, my bulletin boards and things, but um, back when I might have had a voice recorder recording coin sounds on payphones, or maybe I didn't have that, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, in those days, there was a lot of a lot of open chatter, and, and I realized different world that we live in now, but um, for those of you out there who are listening, Message, message us, send, send an email, go to, uh, or just send an email to Dave at DTIG.net and tell me about what you've heard about or what you've read or what you might be doing, uh, for as much as you're willing to, to, to say, I really would be interested in some of the more, especially the more creative methods that people are using to try to keep their data safe in transit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going from point A to point B. How, what are you doing to keep it safe? So, yeah. Uh, Twitter, you know, hit me up, D T I G C I N C Y, and uh, I'm telling everybody all this, but in reality, Jason and I are going to be choosing a new name for yep. this podcast, and yep. the Dave the IT Guy name is going to kind of be retired, and um, archives of the show will still be available, but we're going to kind of go in a different direction, so. So I tell you all that stuff, and then it's all going to change in two weeks. So, but use it while you can, and tell us tell us what you've been doing to keep your data safe. And um, I don't know, Jason. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, so we're going to be changing our show, and we're going to go towards the idea of not so much, maybe not so much topical like like this type of topic where it's just kind of a a back and forth and, and maybe still yeah. some of this, we're still trying to define what that show is going to look like, but you know, folks, we're going to go towards a, a structure where we're going to pick a specific something and 
we're going to go end to end with it. We're going to start you in, in the in the why and go in the middle with the how and the yeah. the justifications. And at the end, the the final product or the final whatever to, to make sure you've done whatever you're supposed to be doing the right way. And some of that's going to be based on just our own interest. Some of it's going to be based. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. On certifications and continuing education units that you can earn, but... We're going to change it. So what do you guys want to hear in the show? Jason, what do, what do you want to do? What direction do you want to take the show in? <laughs> so I, I think Does the current depend? events, the Does current events are, no, the, the, the current events are always a good thing. Um, but you know, there, there's, there's, there's a lot to be uh, desired as far as uh, working out best practices. Um, things that simple things that we can do, uh, to make to to get more out of things that we use on a day to day basis, um, I think would be a good start. Uh, but also, it depends. It depends. I am, yeah. gr- you know, I think that is the name of our new podcast. It. That's a drinking depends. game. <laughs> That's right. It Everybody depends. drink. Yeah. yeah. Oh man! Imagine the Twitter. Uh, comments that we might be able to get if we can get that kind of thing going <laughs> every time we hear us say it depends drink and then send us a tweet uh that would be awesome um, i'm sure if i'm sure if somebody had my picture they would just start a meme that just says it depends <laughs> well hmm i wonder if the twitterverse <laughs> might get a picture of jason hmm what do i know uh okay. yeah so so for you guys, so the other part too is that we're actually kind of uh, spitballing uh, show names, and um, so we're trying to have some fun with it, and yet try to keep it something that's memorable. Um, uh, we've been um, throwing out names amongst just the two of us, and um, so far the closest thing we've gotten to, I think, is Bitbucket, um, which is a tech term from the software world. Uh, yeah. For those of you that are developers, you probably understand what that is and um or oh bit bucket whichever one yeah right right the bit bucket right, right so um yeah so if you have a good idea about a show name that that's easy to remember um we are going to continue our affiliations with iHeartRadio. they've been gracious enough to agree to let us stay on their platform so iHeartRadio uh and the iHeartRadio app uh iTunes um Stitcher uh, Spreaker, which um, the Spreaker app allows us to do two things. One, it allows us to broadcast live in real time and actually have a chat room so that as we're talking to you, you can jump in and chat with us and ask us questions in real time and uh, become a part of the show instead of just listening to us talk. So, um, And then that, that RSS feed will feed some of the other places, blah, blah, blah. So... Um, yeah, so it looks like we can start uh, interacting live and uh, as opposed to pre-recorded. So for those of you that are listening, Dave IT Guy will certainly uh, tweet out links to the new show, the new feed, um, the new everything over the next, uh, you know, 10, yeah. 10 to 14 days. But And I think that's the next – the other thing I was actually – and I, I kind of forgot to mention this, and it's uh, uh, talking to people that are in the industry. So I think interviewing – uh, some folks, especially not just people that are, you know, out there in the trenches today, 
but also vendors uh, from various companies. Uh, uh, I have a few contacts myself, but uh, um, we may invite a few. Uh, come on and what do you do and how do you do it and what do you, uh, uh, you know, uh, what do you got to offer? Right. No, you're right. That, those are those are great. When I was at Black Hat, I got to, I mean, I got to interview Facebook CIO. Uh, so Grifter, Grift, if you're listening, buddy. Um, so Grifter, who runs the tech department, if you want to call it that, for Black Hat. You know, he goes to right now, uh, Black Hat Europe is actually going on right now. And he's there running that. And he runs it here in the U.S. He also does DEF CONs and other events. So he spends roughly 300 days out of the year traveling the globe, being the tech lead for these events so imagine if you will you're at black hat in las vegas in the 20th year which was this year with more than 15,000 attendees um, and they're all using your wireless and you're trying to make sure that these people aren't doing something to you to take you down (laughs) just to make fun of you right and they're not oversaturating that network and so you had to build this thing to be as bulletproof as you can and I can tell you that I never had a problem the whole, uh, he, he, the whole I, week. I guarantee he probably felt like he had a target on his back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, so I, I sit down with him for like 15 minutes on the fourth day, uh, which was the fourth day of like the trainings, but the first day of the public thing. And um, yeah, he – if you've never met him, he's a pretty big dude, uh, pretty imposing, pretty – Nice guy, I mean, really just a nice guy, but um, I don't know if he had hair at the beginning, but he had no hair by day four. <laughs> so, Grifter, buddy, uh, a little quick shout-out to you, but thanks. Um, but, yeah, interviews with, with people like him that are doing the IT, right, but they're also part of yep. events, right? And, yeah, you, you can't get any better. Or for those of you who uh, – I'll even say this. For those of you listening who are considering – vendors a b and c or whatever about a particular product and you are trying yeah, to get unbiased yeah tell us we'll bring them online and we'll ask questions I'll, we'll grab somebody yeah i'll grab yeah. the first person i can that's right <laughs> i'll that's... reach out and be the most irritating fool i can be just to get somebody in right right reach out to us tell us who you'd like to hear from and then on the day that we're interviewing them jump into our chat room and ask your questions. I mean, we will yep. we'll be your mouthpiece. And um, you know, the whole goal of this of this new show is to to have fun, to educate, to uh, to promote, um, to do whatever. Uh, as long as we're making IT and security better, that's the goal. Make it better. Yep. Yep. So, so yeah, jump in, join us, come have fun with us. But uh, be watching out next week. We'll we'll have our name picked out by then. And um, yep. We'll start setting up the links and the the Facebook and the Twitter feeds and all that good stuff. So Twitters and uh, all that stuff. Yeah, come join us. Hey, for those of you too that didn't know, we're, I'm just now I'm jumping all over the place and, and I, <laughs> I, I can't help it. But um, so this week, the Girl Scouts announced that they are offering a badge for their for their troops and their brownies, all, all the levels in the Girl Scout organization, but they're offering a cybersecurity badge. Um, Sweet. Which is awesome. Um, get the girls. And, 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 and something I didn't know, um, since I just took my CISSP two weeks ago, and, um, and I'm waiting for my final uh, confirmation that I'm, got the certification but um during that time i've been researching isc2's um stuff that they do and they have a few charitable things that they're doing but one of them is they have a scholarship for girls and if you are going to be focusing on like software development or cybersecurity, they have uh scholarships up to forty thousand dollars per girl and this money is sitting there waiting, begging for somebody to apply. So if you know a young lady or maybe an old lady, I don't know. But if you know somebody that wants to go to college and they are female and they uh, want to be in the cybersecurity or software field, reach out to us. I'll point you towards all the links. And coming up January 1st to March is the application process for 2018. 
So my gosh, if you want to be in the cybersecurity field and and you're a lady, there's free money waiting. Don't 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 let it sit there. Don't don't pay for everything yourself. So come hit me up. I'll do what I can to put you in the right place. But that's amazing. I mean, all that money yeah. is sitting out there, and I I didn't. I guess I didn't realize that. I mean, did I miss something, Jason? You Jason's been a CISSP for a long time. I'm new to the party, uh, so not not a long, long time. <laughs> well, longer than me. I mean, well, but, I am... but you know, it, in all seriousness, I mean, from I, I so I haven't got to be involved with anything like local chapters, and I haven't done any of that stuff yet. But yeah. in in your time for for what little, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but for whatever lot or even a little that you've got to see. I mean, are we getting are 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 the ladies finally coming to the cybersecurity field and and stepping in and 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 doing what what we all know they're capable of? I mean, I think this was my third black hat event this year in my life, so only three, but I certainly saw more ladies at this event than I've the other two combined. Um, Jason's in D.C. and he's worked around government stuff. So around the government agencies, are, are you seeing a a larger swath of of the ladies in the cybersecurity field, or is it is it not caught up yet? I've I've seen a great number, and uh, I'll tell you what, <laughs> there's a few of them I'm scared of. <laughs> there's some really sharp ones out there, man. I'm not even gonna joke with you. Uh, and I'll tell you what, man, that's the thing. Uh, every bit as smart as anybody else that's in that field. Really, really sharp people. Um, all, all, any lady that I've ever met that has a CISSP, um, I've met uh, like ladies that are instructors that instruct uh, boot camps for CISSP. Uh, there's one lady in particular that I know. Her knowledge of cryptography would just bury me. I mean, she—that's where she came out of was crypto, uh, bad. But uh, oh yes, there's some bad, bad women out there, man. I'm gonna tell you. Well, and I gotta say that I don't mean to make it sound like at all like uh, all the women are catching up to us. That's not what I mean. It's the <laughs> industry is catching up to them. You know, the industry oh, yeah. has been an old boys club. There's no doubt. And finally, the eyes are getting open. Like there's some, like you said, some bad mamma jammas out there that yes, are there ladies is. and not guys who are have been overlooked far too long. So, hey, ladies, come on, get get in this field and 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 help us change it. I mean, make it make it better. Let's stop these 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 hackers and these federal agencies and everybody else that we need to stop that are doing the bad things. Right? I don't I don't mean the the good guys, but Come help us. Help us make it better. Yeah. So uh, we're getting close. we got about three minutes left. I want to say uh, thanks again uh, all year long to um, to the 1-800-GOT-JUNK people. They have been awesome for me as an individual, as a podcaster. Um, when iHeartRadio said, hey, we're going to let you come on the air and um, we're going to get you a couple of sponsors. But if you suck and the sponsors leave, then you're gone, too, because if you can't <laughs> hold a sponsor, uh, then you suck too much and we can't do that. And thankfully, um, the two sponsors that they got for me, I've been able to keep. So uh, I want to say thanks to them. Oddly enough, though, uh, my second sponsor, who um, uh, is part of the, the um Vivanti Group here in Cincinnati. Uh, all they ever wanted was a link on the website, and that's what we put up. Yeah. And then we got hooked up with Disney, uh, the Disney company, and some of their subsidiaries. Uh, they put together a product called the Disney the Circle, which is an internet um, uh, parental control device um, for uh, iPhones and other um, devices and laptops, even for your home. So. Again, thank you to Disney, uh, but 1-800-GOT-JUNK really stepped up and took a chance. They were the first ones, um, at least when we got to Disney. I said, hey, look, I've got two other sponsors already. Come join the party, and that was easy. Um, but 1-800-GOT-JUNK, they, they just believed in me. So those guys I have a special love for. Uh, if you need their type of service, which is they send a truck to your house, they send two drivers, and you point at the stuff in your house even if it's just a pile of garbage or a pile of clothes um 
junk that has been sitting in your basement forever that you don't even want to pick up yourself. You point and say, that's what I want to get rid of. They do all the muscle. They carry it out for you. And then they shake your hand nicely and leave your house cleaner than they found it. So if you are trying to clean out your house. It's a good deal. Yeah, 1-800-GOT-JUNK. I'm going to play a quick blurb. And then we're going to be out of here in just a second. 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Our trucks are on your street right now. And headed your way. Goodbye, junk. Hello, relief. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.com. Woohoo! 1-800-GOT-JUNK. All right. So, uh, Jason, we're just about out of here. So next week, uh, same bat time, Thursday night, uh, 9 o'clock, we're going to record. And that is the last episode that is officially Dave the IT guy, and it will be um, new uh, adventure, right? Bittersweet for me, but uh, I am excited to say the least. So, Jason, thanks everybody else. Thank you for joining in. Uh, it is ten o'clock in the east. We're out of here until next week. Later on. Later on. Good night, everybody. Okay, so that's it. You've heard what Dave the IT Guy has to say. Hopefully you were inspired to take some action or to continue to learn more on your own. At the very least, we hope you'll tell others about Dave and his podcast and ask them to come check it out. As always, you can download episodes on the iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and Stitcher apps or in iTunes by searching Dave the IT Guy. You can also just visit dtig.net and listen in the on-demand players on the website. Plus, you can read some of his blogs that don't make it to air. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.